always. <laughs> so I'll, t- I'll follow your lead. Boom. Here we go. Boom. This is another episode of Tanked. BMO, I got to be honest. I've lost track. <laughs> what the hell? I know we're in season two. We're in season two. This is round three of season two. Go. I round knew you'd have the answers. You're two. the answer, man. I'm the color commentator. I, I try. I do my best. Yes. I do my best. So, man, here we are. Round three uh, here at Clandestine Brewing. We're, we're, we're pretty excited. Pretty yes. excited. Uh, this thank you for doing the podcast first of all, um, and congratulations to all the wonderful podcast guests you've been having on Am I Making Sense? Oh, I thank you, sir. Check yes. is in the mail. Check is in the mail. Much appreciated. Yeah, man. But uh, we're inside today. Yes, it's a little chilly. It's a little we're chilly. Hit, we're heading into our severe Northern California autumn. Yep, yep. Where we're being pummeled with raindrops. There's there's at least one and a half inches of rain out there tonight. Bimo, I am not paying. Sixty-five thousand dollars a month in mortgage payments Woof. to experience any rain. moisture outside. Yes, yeah. it must be perfect weather, <laughs> a nice ambiance, seventy-two <laughs> degrees at all times. Yep. And if yep. I'm not getting that, then you I'm should get a rebate. Irritated. Rebate. Yes, rebate. I'm irritating. Rebate but but we we do have rain. Much we needed rain. rain for the fire. Hey, cheers, oh, cheers, bro. cheers, cheers man. to the rain. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't been um, bumping into each other. Not as in much. Our open mics. Where you been, man? So I've I've fallen into a little bit of a uh, um, I don't want to call it a rut because it's more of a rhythm a rhythm okay. I'm kind of in the pocket so Mondays I have I'll either do the uh, Woodham's Swinging Door or the Woodham's and the one in Santa Cruz uh, Poet which is yeah. a beautiful mic yeah um, and then Wednesdays I'm usually going late so I'm at the caravan yeah um, and although I haven't seen you at caravan the last two weeks yeah I've been at caravan I've also been at um, Santa Cruz a few times. Okay, yeah, that uh, I haven't been out to Santa Cruz. I think at I've all seen yet. your name on the list at Caravan, but either I went before you. I think I went before you. Yeah, you I might usually get out. on late. I usually get on late. Yeah. And uh, actually, this last week, I didn't. Uh, my name was up, but I didn't get up because uh, I got there late because I actually <laughs> didn't get gonged. So I uh, spent oh, congrats, most of my yeah man. first time That's not getting be gonged. A good it, was, it was a great feeling, especially because yeah. some other comics I respect did get gonged. Yeah. So I was like, wait, I'm not funnier than them, but I was. Yeah. You know, yeah. I had my A game tonight, so that was fun. Nice. Um, so yeah, man. Uh, oh, and then Tuesdays. Shout out to Off the Hook. Mike oh yeah. With my my uh, homie Jacob Contreras hosting that. So I've been doing Jacob? that too. Yeah. So I've been feeling like I've been in a good rhythm with we multiple go there different this. mics. Uh, yeah. If it's still open, we definitely should. Yeah, we should call over. That was fun last time. We did that. We actually made a run over there last uh, last time after Pick Your Poison. Um, so for tonight, man. Yes. Tonight, we uh, we got an awesome competition as we always do. Um, five competitors. Um, What's cool about this one is I actually um, have only seen two out of the five comics, me personally, okay. which, which is nice. I, l- I love that. So we got Frankie Marcos and Ryan Sadakran. Oh, um, yes. Two there he is I've right seen. now. Just stepped in the billing. Yeah. Um, Brian O'Gorman, uh, Sarah Rainey, and uh, Harag Tarbinian I are the other competitors. And I okay. hear good things. And, you know, based on, you know, the the, the, the street cred and of, of the names, I'm, I'm really excited to see them perform. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I always like it because for the most part, I feel like lately I've seen all of the comics. And so I've had like an idea. This is like almost foreign territory. So I'm really excited yeah. for the show in particular. Yeah. I was feeling the same way. I think I've only seen, obviously I've seen Frankie, obviously Ryan, we're in similar circles. Um, so I see him. I see the halftime act from time to time, but this right. is going to be the first time I get to do the halftime act, do uh, a set in probably at least three months, four months. Oh, really? Because it's been, been that long. Our paths have been crossing for so long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, 
this is gonna be awesome. Yeah, and you know what's cool is like my act is mostly the same. Okay. But there's so much new nuance to the jokes. Okay. Like new parts and and things. Yeah. So it's gonna. I can't wait to. They're see. always growing, aren't they? Yeah. No, yeah. I, I was I was um, comparing it today to um, like a chocolate chip cookie you pull out of the oven too early. Oh. Like it still tastes really good. Yeah, I'll, you know? t- I'll take it. And it's gooey, and you like it, yeah, and it's I like fine. It. Yeah. But if you wait just a little bit longer, you know, you get that bottom part that's a little crispy, and you yeah. still got you the go. gooey in there, and you, you got it. the, you know what I mean? Yes, like, the bottom crispy part. That so, is. So right now, like I feel like I had a bunch of good soft. It's almost caramelized, right on the bottom. And I'm still trying to caramelize. Like uh, I feel like those jokes yes. are caramelizing the bottom. Yeah. Like it's still tasty and delicious. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I need that caramelization on the bottom, and and I am. Some of these things, like, you know, they're finally coming around. So I, I'm I, first time getting to do the halftime show. So yeah. I, I'm nice I could do time on this show for the first time. Yeah. Um, hey, yeah, let's have some fun. Lights and look, our, and our shit didn't go out because we're on an external battery pack right Booyah. now. We can podcast in the dark, in the Armageddon. In the dark. Underwater. Underwater. In a submarine. Maybe not underwater. Not I might have thrown. I might have thrown that in there a little not prematurely. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't think we're dive rated with this gear. No, no. Oh, oh. Do you want to talk topics? Let's talk. To- yeah, I, I got nothing else, my friend. So well, let's do so topics. So you know, I, preferably I, hot topics. A piercing. <laughs> we don't Where's have my soundboard when, when we need finally it? we don't. Have. Oh, for fuck's sake! No. So um, yeah. One of my f- all-time favorites uh-huh. is making their way back into an envelope today, and oh. the reason it is backstory on it is when it got pulled. Okay. It was actually pulled by Atu, mm-hmm. and Atlizel was in the crowd. And this topic is rather horrible and gross and weird. So he just literally said the topic, looked at Atlizel, looked at the crowd, got a laugh, and then moved on to the next uh, topic, yes. which was fine because it yeah. worked for him, and you got to yeah, ride yeah. the room. I got no dis- But it just was like, man, I wanted someone to expound. I wanted someone yeah, to take yeah, yeah, this yeah, topic yeah, yeah. and run with it. And that topic is, and go I can't wait it. to see it. Yes, go. Bukaki alarm clock. Oh, a little alliteration. Yeah, and the jizz you sperm. Know, so, so I'm really excited to see that one. Wow. Uh, and, and hopefully it gets utilized, uh, you know, in a different manner other than to just, you know, so recognize let's, it. Let's go down. Obviously, me and you know the word bukaki <laughs> <laughs> for some reason. We w- we won't get into no, it no, because we're not know? naughty. We're not naughty. Who comics. would who would know why that what that is? But. Do you think it's could it, do you think there's a chance that that is an obscure reference? Absolutely, but I yeah. don't care. <laughs> like that that Atu knew what it was probably. No, Atu definitely knew what it was. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and you know what that's that's why like there's been some where there is no sense of the topic and it doesn't uh, mean anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Ruben every once in a while will put the one where it's like WWJSRPFD oh. like these long ones that doesn't even mean anything and yes. you get somebody to like freestyle or you know um, sometimes it doesn't have to make sense. Right. So even the word sounds funny. Right. So if somebody doesn't get it and they make reference, they're going to be sitting around and looking and all their friends are going to be laughing at them. S- someone will be a dirtbag within well, the crew. Well, that's the thing. Someone's yeah. going to look at the person that doesn't get it yeah. and laugh their ass off. Right, right. So why not? Hey, look, we got the host here, of the Elwood. show. Elwood, it's been too long, my friend. Hello, it's yes. great seeing you. We got you. the host of the show, guest yes. host for the evening. Guest host for the Put that mic up to your mouth, okay? Mm. Put that big. These are, these are dick mics. They're crafted er- ergonomically yes. specifically like they actually look like penises they do they're they're yeah yeah I, I was a little weirded out when you brought up the penis mics but the the sound quality you can't argue with I that can't argue really quite good yeah. quite good it is they resonate well the uh, erect mic 
So uh, first, first of all, let's let's introduce Elwood appropriately. First, yeah, please. Do. I have to say, Elwood is probably the number one supporter of Pick Your Poison across the board. He's been to almost every one. I think you missed one. I missed one. Missed one. Um, you know, and and even though he is a comic and could ride the free train to these shows, never did and would always buy a ticket. I got to give it up for that because this okay. this is you know we try we pay the comics. Yes. And and Ruben will pay even if the tickets don't make it. Yeah. You yeah. know, so sometimes that that extra ticket counts. So. Uh, thank you, first of all, for supporting You're the welcome. show. Top I'm never going to do it again. You don't have to. No, okay. No, we, we already got $50 from you. That's enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, no, uh, seriously, though, big supporter of the show in a, in a lot of ways and, and a very funny individual. And I love Ruben's idea this year to do guest hosts uh, for season two to kind of mix it up. And, uh, you know, Elwood's an amazing host, and so we, we couldn't be luckier to have him a part of the show. So, uh, you know, thank you for, for hosting tonight. We appreciate well, it. Well, thank you for having me. This is going to be a, a great time. I'm very excited. I love this show, and this is a great lineup. So, yeah. have you seen? Uh, I'm I'm uh, foreign to you know sixty percent of the list. Uh, are you familiar with all the comics? No, no. I was just saying that to be nice. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've only seen. <laughs> it I've was seen well placed. <laughs> it you really said it was with such conviction that I was just like, "Fuck." Well, if wow, Elwood is feeling good. good, I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm, I'm back in. Well, let me uh, hold on. It's, who's 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 it right now? Yeah, it's no. Uh, it's so uh, it's Frankie Marcos, Ryan Sadakran. I've seen three of these comedians, and you. Yeah. That's okay. That's more than that's 50%. half. Yeah, yeah that's, that's half. Deep. That that's that's that's, that's not more than fifty percent, unless you count yourself, in which case you're slightly over fifty percent. But can you ever really know yourself? No. That is the actually question. my one regret in life is that I'll never be able to see myself perform live. That's uh, your one regret, not yeah, the the murders. <laughs> Nobody. I knows was going to say those. the extortion. The extortion. And the, uh, yeah. Abortions. Well, what? I <laughs> I only only a couple. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like those. Oh my god! Never mind. No, Dude, no. you know I can't. I've, I have slowly but surely been gaining confidence in my terrible jokes, like mm. the ones that are really bad, and and I've been leaning in a little bit further. I started with some racist jokes uh, most more recently, okay. and leading into the the Vietnamese accent. Okay. And and I've been uh, polishing the. Um, You're absolutely deplorable at this point. Absolutely. Like nice. I am trying to get kicked out of comedy okay. so that I don't have to do it. And like, because uh, I have like hopes and dreams. That's a good way out. <laughs> that's a good way so out. So if smart. I just really lean into who I am, I'll get banned from every room, and, and then, then I you don't have to do comedy. And then I can just retire and be like, well, I wanted to, but they couldn't handle no, it. No, then know? you like, could be the sleazy producer after yeah. that. I'm already the, the sleazy <laughs> producer. You no, got the facial hair for it. Absolutely. How do you think Elwood got this job? Casting cows. <laughs> and I gotta yeah, say, yeah. all the jokes about Bimo's penis yeah. are true. Correct. True. 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 Yes. Real. Did, did you have you heard have you heard the new like uh, ED joke? The no. playing pool with a rope. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I like I say I'm 36. So I, I, I'm 44 when you say ED erectile. Yes, you know what it means. Yes. Okay. So I say like, I'm 36. What? I had my first uh, run in with erectile dysfunction, and I just kept fucking because I didn't know what to do. Oh. And uh, fucking with a limp dick is kind of like playing pool with a rope. Oh, but yes. in, in my case, it's actually more like playing pool with a string. It's not very effective, oh. and oh my god, <laughs> you're trying I, to get it through that head of the needle, right? To do can you imagine like trying to a push a cue ball with one of those? That's oh. the same thing. <laughs> trying to find the G spot with a limp, small penis is god. not god. no. But you just kept going. You're like, yeah, Fuck it, I'm in. Just I mean, I, I mean, it. I came. It's fine. So it's you know, really that's with a limp dick. Matters. Oh yeah, absolutely. Wow, absolutely. my whole understanding of anatomy has just gone out the window. Oh yeah, no, it it, it still works. That's interesting. Yep. Nice. It's like a Great. happy goldfish throwing that's up. All right. That's more Has than anyone, I really so needed me, to know about your me, sex life. <laughs> uh, so let me ask you about going dark. Has anyone from the audience ever came up to you and said, you know, or something to that effect? To me? Yeah. Um, never. A pr uh, so most recently, actually, at Frascati's anniversary, um, 
uh, I, I did some, I just did exclusively like a Vietnamese accent. Okay. And it was pretty thick. And uh, Nicole Tran was there. Not, I don't know if she was still in the building, but she had performed earlier. Okay. And so I got a bunch of like faces from people and people came like, wow, that was funny, but that was really racist. Uh, and, and I was like, but this is my life. It's, I don't care. And, and, yeah, yeah. and I will do that. I've, you know, Eli, Mr. Elwood can attest. Like I will tell the most horrible joke to the, that person. I have no qualms with using that joke in front of whoever that's, you know, gender, race, gen, whatever it is. Okay. I have no problem saying it in front of them because I think it's funny and clever and whatever. And if I'm going to yeah. say it behind your back but not to your face, then to me that is, like, racist or insensitive. When you know it's bad so you won't say it to them. I think that. I think that's bad. I think he's on to something there. So what I think is to pull punches is to be, um, what's that called, uh, patronizing. If you're pulling punches, sure. if you're not truly a hate monger sure. and you tease everyone like ball busting is kind of a thing, guys. Right. do, Right. So why would you bust one guy, ba- one guy's balls and then go to the another guy and be like, well, ah, I'm well, not sometimes it's like hurtful and it has to do with culture and things like that. That could be really deep rooted stuff, you know. Um, but like the thing is, like, I'm I'm not going to hide that from a somebody just because it is what it is. I, I will tell. And if they tell me, hey, I don't like that. And that's fucked up. I'm like totally get it cool and you know i won't use you know i'll, I'll learn from that experience with that individual yeah. but i've heard people tell me not to do the vietnamese accent and i'm damn sure gonna do it because it's my life it's my joke and i've heard people say that it's not it's appropriation it's just that but i don't care like that's i'm sorry but this is my life if i was making it up or if i was doing it just to be hurtful that's mm-hmm. one thing yeah. if it's malicious it's different it's yeah but it's this is an actual thing that you but actually you, did and i, I don't want to blow the premise out but are you you're doing an act out from someone in your life probably yeah, right? yeah so yeah. The, okay. the 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 first time i ever said i wanted to be a comedian was to my mother-in-law the yeah. day i was asking for permission to marry her daughter okay and she asked me like, if you tell someone you're a comedian, the, what do they do? They say, tell me tell a joke. Me a joke. Yeah. So the only thing I had at that point was my dick jokes yeah, or a racist impersonation of her ex-husband. Uh. So instead of talking about my dick, I went racist. <laughs> and, uh. and so I did the impersonation in front of her. Uh. So I do that, act out. And then I do the impersonation of her responding to it. It's in a different, you know, accent of some kind. But yeah. that, l- that literally happened. Like, there is almost zero fake. Th- I don't even, there's no filler. I'm yeah. not like putting in a line for yeah, yeah, for yeah. dramatic effect, like when I tell that shit, it is literally what happened, and and so I I have like I said I have no qualms with it. Where I started this um, feature, okay. Uh oh, me and Elwood can. Bimo's in trouble. You hold it down, okay. Yeah, yeah. That I, maybe I'm off the halftime show. Oh Jesus. <laughs> so I oh yeah you can you can pop those on and it might immerse you a little more into the conversation. Um, so I started this uh, segment called question of the week and that was literally i think the second or third week was uh so the question of the week is going up to comics sorry i should give some context sure. going up to con uh comics at the open mics and then asking a question and then just editing all the questions together at the end of the week and three w- two weeks ago or whatever the question was okay you're at a party people start finding out that you're a stand-up they come up to you and then they say tell me a joke what do you do and there's a, so here's the thing with me uh i'll let you answer the question of course but with me i have dad jokes like i literally write dad jokes because i am a dad so i have some cornball shit that i can just kind of riff off but um if you are an edgy comic that's quite the position to be put in right has that happened to you first off uh no one has ever asked me to tell them a joke okay 
uh, that's at good. Any point. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't just. I don't like. I don't. I don't tell people in the mm-hmm. comic. I don't. I don't let. Me it neither. Almost and almost everyone said that too. Either during answering a question or after, <coughs> even. Uh, n- not to name it, even Mark Norman mm-hmm. had him on podcast, and he said the same thing. He's like, "Oh, I never tell anyone I'm a stand-up. No, because then it, it gets more questions. I don't want them to know. Yeah, this I don't is want embarrassing, frankly. No. I'm sorry. You know what? Here. The way, um, yeah, you can actually you can put mine on. I'm good to go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. He's a professional, ladies and gentlemen. He is. Well, the yeah. microphone's not on. First off, no. <laughs> Let's do that. But that's why one of us had <laughs> headphones yeah, on. Yeah, so because you could have told that I was talking. Nobody. <laughs> I'm a professional. You're yeah. a professional. So I'll hit you with the question of the week from two weeks ago. Okay. You're at a party. Okay. People start finding out you do stand-up comedy. Yeah. You say, hey, Ruben, heard you're a stand-up comic. Yeah. Tell me a joke. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what do you I do? Leave. Uh, <laughs> yes. So many people have said that. <laughs> I leave. So um, <laughs> We're I, done here. I laugh like it's a joke. I go, ha <laughs> and then I like okay. don't do it. Yeah. Uh, I, it's funny that you mentioned this because I was at a Thanksgiving thing last Saturday. Uh-oh. And I Here walked in with, with all my family who I haven't seen in forever because they all live everywhere. Yeah. I walk in and literally one of my cousins just goes, I heard we were getting a show tonight. Mm. Show, show, show. And they all start chanting and I'm like, maybe, mm. maybe. But like that narcissistic part of me is like, time is time. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's like this other part of me where I've done a show to a bunch of people that I know and I bombed because they were all listening more than they were laughing. Yeah, because they're just like they want to pay attention. They want to pay attention because they know you. Yeah, and it like it didn't. It was I. It was horrible. I was super upset. Like when I, and I left at, like after the show, but like my family I crushed because I told jokes about family members that weren't there. But it's still like like I think it's knowing your room too. Yeah, and like having fun with that. Like, I mean, it depends. I just to go on a tangent, I still have a big problem with the listening. See, I haven't switched gears to think, oh, well, while you're talking about a premise, people need to be listening and paying attention. And yeah. the quiet unnerves me in some situations where yeah. I go, ooh, God damn, it's quiet here. Yeah, people I know I have laughing, a punch. People aren't having a good time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah, I go, I, I know I'm still 10 seconds away from the punch, but God damn, everyone's looking at me. <laughs> it's yeah. coming. It's coming. And then I think that unnerves me to the point where, you know, maybe the, the delivery isn't as good or the timing or whatever. Yeah. But I'm still wrestling with that uh, aspect of being on stage yeah it's weird um no being on i mean yeah i the thing too i think for me when i do like a small thing when someone's like tell me a joke first of all do never never ever ask a comedian to tell you a joke it's weird it's because you never would like the thing is people do that with most professions that they think can get they can get something out of right yeah like if someone finds out you're a doctor they're gonna be like oh cool so recently like when i sleep this thing (laughs) happens and you're like, I that I don't know. You have to pay me. Yeah, like, like or it's not my area of expertise. I, and I think I would hit the nail on the head. Yeah. You have to pay me yeah. to do my job. Uh. Like when, like my day job is coffee. Yeah. If people try and talk to me about coffee, I'm just kind of like, yeah, I mean, maybe. Like yeah. it, it's, it's its own monster. Like, right. but if I enjoy talking about it with people, I talk about like. I'm, if I'm going to sit with other comedians and we're going to talk about new bits we're working on, that is completely different yeah, yeah. than someone just going, so, like, so like, what's, like, things you say on stage? Yeah. Like, because like, they're trying to get you to say stuff you say on stage. Yeah. Without being like, tell me a joke. Oh, you know what? That's interesting you say that because the other one, besides tell me a joke or will you be performing, that's a, that's hap- that exact word for word happened to me at a family get-together mm-hmm. one time. Um, but another thing that is the same shit but packaged differently is... So, what's an example yeah. of something you do on stage? What do you talk about? 
don't actually yeah, yeah. say anything. I just uh, I pull my pants down and yeah, yeah. shit on the stage. I, exactly. I'm a, I'm a and then masturbate artist. onto the pile of shit. Yeah, yeah. people <laughs> ask me what I do, and I just go, I don't know, talk about how ugly I am, um, which is true. Give me one sec. I'm going to turn this mic off so I can say something to BMO. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, if nobody, yeah. Hey guys, I yeah, got, yeah, yeah, I got you, it. You, I, you, this you, week you, I'm yeah, taking, yeah, I'm yeah, trying yeah. to cut back on sh- shit this week, but I do have a question of the week that's gonna drop next week. And if I don't see you, I would love to get you guys yeah, to I'll weigh answer in. It. Have you ever been offended by a joke? I've been aff- mm, That's that's difficult because I would not say that a joke has offended me. Do you, because do you things that circle aff- around that because I have a very pointed answer. <laughs> oh, I would say things that offend <laughs> me aren't jokes. Like if if you just yeah, get up uh, if, exactly. you, if you just get up and be like nine eleven is good that's not a joke that's just you being a dipshit yeah. like like so I think that something has to like ah. for me to be offended it has to like if it's actually a joke and it's actually well written and there's a thought behind even it even if it's not well written but there's a thought behind it even if I don't like it it doesn't yeah. offend me if, if if you just get up on stage and say the n word because you want to see what you can do yeah. then I'm annoyed. I'm yeah, like, okay. what is Well, you that's not a joke. That's not that's a joke. A word, yeah. Saying the N-word is not a joke. Saying a terrible tragedy and, like, winking at the audience is not a joke. Yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of people that just think, oh, that that's that's comedy, to just bring up some horrible thing. Sure. And it's like, well, I, I wouldn't say I get offended, but I get, like, upset because it's like... There's an emotion, emotional kickback. Yeah, it's like, what, what do you think that is? Like, why do you think that that's a joke? Yeah. Hmm. I think I've been offended... I think I've been where, and when I say offended, you know that feeling where something kind of stings in you. We go, yeah. I don't like that. That's a joke. Um, I think that's happened to me, but I don't remember. I don't. I, I don't no, have any. Not not genuinely. Has, that's me, never happened to you. No, because like there's jokes where they I don't find them funny because it's subject material that is like personal. Uh-huh. Like I'll be very frank. Like, I have no qualms about using it. like I don't like suicide jokes. Oh. I think they're funny, and I think people can write them and tell them, and I got no uh-huh. qualms about them. Uh-huh. I don't find them funny yeah, yeah. yeah, from personal experience. Much like somebody who has been you know, sexually assaulted isn't going to like yes. sexual assault jokes, or somebody that yeah. has yeah. gone through something that way isn't going to like that material. But it but didn't offend you? No way, because mm. how is that any different than you know a racist joke that I tell or a something like they yeah. haven't gone through that, so they don't yeah. have that trigger or that feeling, so yeah, yeah. I have to then now judge their joke because it – Fuck that. Like, yeah. uh, especially coming from me, like, if anyone at this level could get, could be, can't, has no excuse to be upset, it's me. Cause, like, I will say those mean, horrible things all the time. So, yeah. who am I to judge one of those jokes? I just, I never would. Yeah. I what about know. you, Elwood? You ever been offended? <coughs> um, I, yeah. I've, I've had, like, my feelings hurt when people mm-hmm. bring up subject matter that I'm, I'm sensitive about. But yeah. I think the, the, the salient issue is that comedy is so freak. Like the reason that we laugh at things is because comedy is always straddling the line between what is acceptable and what is taboo. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's that's the reaction yeah. that we're aiming for. Is like, oh, this is not this is not okay. Something's abnormal about this, and so we get people to laugh yeah. at it. Um. So sometimes you know, while comics are working on their material, they'll say some shit that's offensive. Yeah. And it's not because they're malicious. It's not because they they necessarily think those things although they could it's yeah. because that the this this is not a precise art it's always like finding the balance between like what is actually offensive and what is just yeah. like jokingly offensive. like there, there's someone i can think of that has like a joke that like borders on transphobia he's not writing it from a transphobic point of view he's right. writing it thinking oh this is funny and then not realizing oh this like yeah. for me i have my whole oj simpson bit where i talk about blah blah i talk about oj simpson there are a couple things that i say where i go maybe that's too much in the like making fun of the victim not the not the thing 
Like and I listen like I, I recorded a set recently and I listened back to it and I went, Oh, that's not a good that's not a good Sadakran. Sadakran, you want in? You want it? Come sit down. No, he'll take my spot. He'll take my spot. Alright. Yeah, you he No, you're in. Come in too come too in. late, you're in. Come in. Come in. We're just talking about like our deepest problems. So. You're talking yeah, we uh, Actually, so I Matt, throw you can pose the question, yeah. I throw out questions from time to time. And the m- most recent question I just threw out to these guys is has there ever been a joke or a bit that has offended you? It? Yeah, it and and they none of them have been affe- they've been stung. Actually, no. I guess if your feelings are hurt, that's the same thing as being offended. I don't think so, though. I think he was making the same point as me, where it's like it it elicited an emotional response, but I don't think okay the the feel the sentiment was that you shouldn't tell that. I feel like if you're oh offended, yeah, I've never had that right. But like I've been I've been shouldn't be told. Ooh, yeah. that one really kind of hit close to home, and I don't think I can laugh right right now. But I've never been like oh that fucker shouldn't be right shouldn't be saying that. Mm. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I think maybe I've had a reaction before where I'm like, oh, that, like, oh, that was like a little much. But then, I don't know. I think Patrice always said it, like, right, that like unfunny and funny things come from the same place. Yeah. Mm. And so, like, even if a joke is offensive and maybe it bombs or doesn't hit for some people, yeah. the intent is to make people laugh. Sure. And so, like, if you're watching comedy, you should be like, Oh, like okay, maybe that didn't work, but he's yeah. try like he's trying, right? Yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. gonna get final drafts all the time. You're gonna get yeah. some rough drafts, right. or you're gonna get some stuff like where somebody makes like a, a hilarious nine eleven joke. Maybe somebody like ninety percent of the crowd laughs. Maybe somebody in there uh, was lost, affected directly. Yeah, was yeah. affected yeah, yeah, directly yeah. by nine eleven. But it's like, it's like you can't account for all that, and also like. uh that person, they're not going to feel good about it. But sure. if they're a fan of comedy, they'll be like, all right, you know, that that one wasn't for me. I, I kind of made the same point where it was like, you know, something affected me personally. So I don't like jokes in that arena. But it doesn't mean I don't think they should be told or that I'm a- offended by them. It's just like when I hear it, I'm like, oh, yeah. that reminds me of a, a, a thing that happened to yeah. me that I don't like. And so it takes me to a dark place. So now I'm, I'm going to not laugh. But I still think that those jokes should be told because I – feel other people think that that's yeah, you're not like funny, selfish right? you're no, not gonna no, be no, like yeah. oh the world has to fit to yeah, my view yeah, and yeah, my yeah, yeah, yeah. what i you know it's like everybody has different experiences so you can't expect everybody to laugh at everything you also can't expect everybody to be you know like okay with everything so right, right. Yeah, yeah so i mean i don't know i don't know directly what i've had yeah. but i i'm sure like I've, I've heard like somebody do like an indian joke before where i'm like all right like i'm okay with it but then sometimes it's like okay this is a little like yeah th- there's like nothing coming from this Sure. And so it's like, but then I appreciate the attempt. Right. I'm like, okay, they're trying to do this. Like, I don't, I don't really think anything can ever be like too racist for me or too crazy for me because sure. I, I think I'll always understand like yeah, yeah. an intent. Well, uh, Ruben was making a good point. Like, if someone comes out and there, you can tell it's an attempt, then it's easy to accept. Whereas if someone just comes out and like, you know, says the n word or is like, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, Indian people are cheap or you know, Mexicans are lazy or you hey, know, hey, you know that Greek that people could, are greasy or whatever. Could, you know? Those all could still be funny. They I, can, in my opinion. I think those all no, could they, still they, be funny. But you get my meaning, right? Yeah, like yeah. If you can just come out and be offensive if you choose, or you can make an attempt at a joke that ends up being offensive. Yeah. And uh, like, yeah, man. Uh, you know <laughs> what else Patri- Patrice said that I really liked, and I I had never thought about comedy like this, but he said. I think One. you're going to say my vav- favorite quote from Patrice. Okay, like all right, yeah, we'll see. Uh, let's compare notes. He said, uh, oh, fuck. Is well it 50% of the people should be laughing, 50% yes. of the people should hate you? thank yeah, you. Yeah. Ryan yeah. got it for me. I mean, I he love got that it for me. Too. That's yes. my favorite yeah, quote. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he's yeah. Patrice is one of those guys. Where he's like a prophet to me. I love that guy. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, like, if you just, you listen to his, like, Spotify stuff, like, none of it's, like, super polished or anything, but he's, like, riffing with the crowd, and, like, he'll have some moments of crowd work that I think are better than hours of written material. I agree. Oh, because it's so, like, spontaneous and so real. It comes from such a, like, a deep place. I agree. Yeah, I was going to say, the stuff I like walking, watching of Patrice is almost always crowd work. Yeah. No, I mean, like, his material is great, but it, it's that because he's so comfortable. Yeah. Like, he's just so, so good natural. At, he's so, yeah, he's so natural. He's so good at, like, tapping into a moment and, like, yeah. and just, like, it's never, like, because you'll see crowd work that's funny. I'll tell you, it's funny, but you'll see crowd work that is just, like, hey, you know, you're a black guy. You're probably do this, or you're an Asian guy. You do this, right? Like, quick, quick, quick. Yeah. Very surface level with Patrice. It's, like, I'm going to, like, go through, like, a concept with you. Yeah. Or I'm going to take you on this long thing. Sure. And, like, and sometimes, to be honest, he, he you'll see him working through it, and it's not polished. But, but he'll it's get so somewhere. funny. It's yeah. so funny. It's so, like, it's such a weird point sometimes. Yeah. And uh, I, d- I don't know. It's, it's just, like, mesmerizing to listen to or to watch. It's you know crazy. who did that uh, around here uh, that I was, like, mesmerized by? It was Terry Dorsey. So Terry Dorsey, yeah. we gave him 30 minutes and I said, but 30 plus, if you're having fun, go ahead, you know? Uh-huh. And he, he told me the weirdest thing. He said, light me at five. And I was like, okay, five minutes to go. He goes, no, after five minutes, light me. Because I'm going to riff for five minutes, and then I have a long bit that I'm going to go through. Mm-hmm. He ended up doing 45 minutes because he went in with somebody about cars mm. for like 10 minutes. And it was so funny. Every single second, it was like punch after punch after punch after punch. And it was all riffing with this one person. Wow. It was just like talking about but cars. But it was relatable to everyone. It w- everyone everyone was getting Because he was, he okay. was, his joke was about cars. And yeah. then this person kind of like inserted themselves as, oh, I'm a car person. Uh. And tried to like test him in a weird way. Like, uh. like no, you just wrote some joke, funny man. And he was like, okay, let's uh. do this. And so they went no, back. No, ter- Terry loves cars. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just He's a big murdered the room, and it was so much fun. But it was the same thing to watch. Like, wow, you're not even trying. You're just talking. Dude, sometimes I think the funniest stuff is like that. Like, yeah. I think I think the best comics, and this is obviously a hypothesis, right? Yeah. But I think the best comics are at some point where they're like, it's it's effortless. And and I think a part of it is that like. Uh, I feel like you just get into a headspace on stage where you're like, oh, I'm just going to repeat everything I've recited hundreds of times, right? But then, like, I think to break through to the next level is, like, to find whatever that core funny is and just bring it out, like, naturally. And then it shows, and the crowd knows, too, because the crowd knows when you're just reciting, right? Yeah. Uh, Me and Dave, I I don't know. I'm still trying to – I'm chewing on this, trying to figure it out. But on one of his podcasts, he talked about how, you know – uh, so when you're starting a comedy, you're doing that. You're kind of just thinking about your lines and then repeating your lines, not thinking about your emotional state. Yeah. I'm going to butcher what he said. Um, but then he talked about how you got to be able to tap into whatever's inside of you in that oh, moment. Think, yeah, so definitely. even if it's a goofy yeah. joke, but you're feeling sullen, it has to become a goofy, sullen joke. Well, it, then it'll feel real. And I think audience, yeah. the audiences know what real is. Like, it, it's something you can't really play Oh, we do. smell it, don't yeah. we? It's, it's, definitely like, it's like sharks, do. dude. Like, yeah. there's blood in the water. Like, you can... You can't put a finger on it. You can't logically talk about it. But human beings have this where they can just pick up on, like, where you're coming from, you know? What is that? 80% of communication is nonverbal I think or some so. shit like that? Because it's like we're, you know, ev- I don't know, evolutionarily, I think we're evolved in some weird way where, like, subliminal things are, are there. And yeah. they're very strong. Like our pheromones almost are going out there. Maybe. Maybe that's it, too. But I definitely think it's like if you are feeling yourself, even if you're, b- 
quote unquote bombing, people are fixated. Like there's something there. So you have to be so like honest with yourself. I, I personally, it's a style of comedy because there is a yeah. style of comedy that's purely one-liners, purely What's going on, my recitation. But now, have uh, you ever like bombed well? Yeah, dude. Yeah, because I had one of my best sets of bombing. No, there's times, <laughs> there's times where like you're not getting too many laughs, but you're just in such an honest place where I mean, obviously you don't want to be this honest, not laughter com- comedian, but there's times yeah. where you can where you, can you do that, too. and then people are like, people are still like fixated, right? Yeah. And yeah. so you can practice. I, I sound like I'm a guy who's doing it 15 years. No, but I, I but I've had an experience at least a couple times where it's like. People are so fixated on you that now it's up to you to like twist that into making it funny. Cause, 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 uh, f- funny. I think there is a like craft to it, but I think there's also a craft to just like commanding attention. Yeah, and I sometimes agree. those don't go hand in hand. But if you're able to I make agree. them go hand in hand, then I think you have something powerful there, right? We but do. I think the the captivating attention just me- you just have to be like so in tune with like the moment and your emotions. And then, you know, write a joke or two. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. But, but yeah, no, I think there's a big thing to, like, just feeling yourself on stage and that it, it, yeah. it like, you know, the audience paying attention. I've seen Bimo feel himself on stage multiple times. No, he made everyone hey, I've seen him physically do it. <laughs> we, we have a fourth come. member to the yes, podcast. Yes, I'm sorry. That's I've seen Bimo hey. come on stage. Oh, yeah. What's Whoa. Your, sorry. Whoa. Sorry. Bimo, where'd you come? Uh, on stage. On stage. On stage. Yeah. Yeah. Into a bucket, and he passed it around the Don't audience. Don't worry. What? The yeah. bucket show. The yeah, real yeah, bucket, bucket show. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was asking for see. tips. Oh, he's <laughs> come all over these coins. <laughs> Keep your dick in your pants. That's my tip to you, Bimo. <laughs> I can only fit the tip out of my pants. Hey. I got a pee, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was good interluding for a second. Thank, Thank you. for joining Thank the podcast. Thank you for the interlude. So my name is Matthew. What's your name? Hey, Matt. Brian. Brian. Nice to meet you. That's my brother's name. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of Matthews running around. Yeah, he's uh, dead now. Oh. No, I'm kidding. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're him now. Uh, you can fill his hole, right? Yes. <laughs> I love um, – I've been on a bit of a James Acaster trip. Do you know James Acaster? He's I, an I English don't. guy. Anyway, he's got a joke about um, saying that as a joke to your friends <laughs> where you go, uh, oh, hey – where is Bimo? Oh, he's probably dead. Yeah. And then, of course, him really dying and you having to live with that joke for the rest of your life. One day it'll happen. Yeah. Uh, you know, I used to actually, when somebody would piss me off and we were like saying goodbye, I'd be like, yeah. cool, hope you get dick cancer. And then like walk away. And then I genuinely thought to myself like, wait, that could like, happen. even if they get any kind of cancer, I'm going to be like, I did that. Yeah. You know? So you're putting it out there in the world, man. Then right. like yeah. any kind of cancer they get, you're going to feel bad about it. You're setting I yourself mean, up the for the failure. The part is, even if I didn't say that, <laughs> yeah. I would still feel bad if someone got cancer, you know, so it's not really <laughs> yeah. different. So I should tell the joke anyway. When are you going to feel good if someone gets cancer? I don't feel good at all ever. Yeah. That's why I tell horrible jokes. <laughs> yeah. To try to make myself feel better by making other You're hoping that the bad, laughter man. someday will fill in that big black hole, it never charcoal will. Yeah. in your soul. It never will. It's yeah. Nothing like feels better than feeling pain sometimes. You yeah. know? <laughs> Dude, you get me. See, it's because we're Brian's. We're it's passing we're a Brian's. heroin needle right now as we speak, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, California. <laughs> funny. So, hey, can Comedy, we, yay. Can we talk about a serious problem that I have with your parents? Sure. They, na- they named you wrong. I just, I'm not a fan. Why, is with a Y? Yeah, man, I'm Brian with an I. Yeah, yeah, this is like a weird Irish thing that they think it was more Irish, and then they got back here, and uh, it wasn't. So can we share a joke? I want to, I sure. wanna, so uh, there's a joke that I just recently, um, I'm going to try it out tonight. Um, so I say, uh, you know, I'm BMO, mm-hmm. uh, but my name is Brian. I, I switched it to BMO because everybody kept pronouncing my name wrong. They kept calling me Brian with a Y. <laughs> 
Dude, you got to got to stage test yeah. it. Don't let our response. Yeah. Don't let no, our no. response. I, I that was know. enough. It took. It really? took. I don't know. Was, I was laughing at the. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the irony between, of it. To me, that's enough. Even okay. if I get okay. one gig, and we were getting down to that. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, that's cool, man. I, I. I. Yeah. You're right. I mean, it, is there a different but pronunciation? Can like, we no, unpack? No, there's not. Are that's you Are your parents from Ireland? No, no. My 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 like lineage is, but no, I'm Canadian. Okay. Same with me. Lineage, yeah. Long time ago. There's a lot. There's like four million people in Ireland. There's like thirty million in Irish descent around the world. Yeah. So we did a lot of. There's a lot of fucking. Yeah. yeah. yeah the mix like to fuck. Irish. Also hate condoms. Oh yeah, yeah they're can the worst. Can't stand oh, the condoms. Can I give you <laughs> something too? too? <laughs> I got another one for you. Okay. So, do you, do you drink? Uh, no, not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you ever you. cheers? Uh, yeah. Okay, so yeah. when you cheers, you gotta say to rattlesnakes and condoms. Rattlesnakes and condoms. Two things I don't fuck with. <laughs> uh, now yeah. you can take out rattlesnakes or spiders, rats, whatever your phobia yeah. may be, heights, whatever. Rattlesnakes. But yeah, no Pentecostals can cheers to that shit. Yeah. yeah. So just say that and condoms. <laughs> and, then, and then you know, two things Jeez. I don't fuck with. You can be like religion and condoms. You want to yep. hear something? Like my mom is a sexual health nurse. Like that's what the yeah. Good so for she was her. like the we lady. Need more of that. Yeah, yeah. Like in uh, like she would like run around and teach kids about condoms and all that shit. So I was so deathly afraid of ever like not wearing a condom. Like literally when I lost my virginity to another virgin, I thought I had AIDS for like a long uh, time. We all did. Yeah, <laughs> I went through that. Yes. She her pussy touched my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm dead. There was nothing between it. For sure. Because I was like the I don't know what year you born, man. I was. Born in '75. Okay, I mean, I'm '83, but, but I remember yeah. a lot of those. Uh, cheers, man. Baby. I remember a lot of those fucking those AIDS, AIDS commercials from when I was a kid. It was just nothing. Oh yeah, it was not. Uh, yeah. It was not a good. Speaking of AIDS, tell yeah. me you guys have seen the <laughs> diet pill or the diet chocolate commercials from the '70s called AIDS. No, but I think you shared that with me one time. <laughs> it literally says lose weight with the aid of AIDS. It's like the funniest, and it's not even yeah. a joke. Not meant to These be ironic. Are real commercials. Just there just was a marketing AIDS. department A-Y-D-S. that was consulted. AYDS. But AIDS ha- wasn't a thing. No, it was not a thing. No, yet. And a, think about it. A bag of AIDS would be a good thing back then. You'd be oh, like, yeah, yeah. oh, AIDS for what? Be with like, the aid AIDS. of AIDS. All kinds yeah. of AIDS. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Different AIDS. That yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, hey, uh, okay, let's, let's talk pick your poison a little bit. While we, while we got yeah. it. Um, Should we? Well, no. I wanted to delve one. I n- so, see, when I hear things, I need oh, to unpack them. Okay. Get in there. Get in I there. need to you, unpack them, fudge pack them, <laughs> repack them. Your mom is a sexual health nurse. What <laughs> is... <laughs> That's what retired. you need to unpack. Okay. Retired. retired. Oh, retired. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to know... Only for two I want to know so. their take on porn. Yeah. My mom specifically, I can't speak for all of them, but my mom specifically didn't like a lot of it just because she thought that it was, the girls were forced into it. She sort of was like aware of the human trafficking end of it. Oh, yeah, She also dealt with a lot of people that had like, you know, had bad things happen to them and sort of got diseases, contracted diseases from people that had done shit to them and whatever. So she's, that's the kind of stuff that she's dealing in, you know, so she, uh, she So probably net, net, she would say it's negative. But I would say that, yeah, like on the whole, but like, she's not like anti, like, you know, like, I mean, I used to kind of be with pictures of yeah, ex-girlfriends yeah, yeah. and porn and shit. Yeah. She didn't get on fire. She, yeah. she used to love Playboy, though. She was oh. like, it's just a woman's body, and it is oh, absolutely nice. beautiful. <laughs> I and like you that. can look at you like can. It. She used to leave condoms in my room when, like, way before I was having oh, sex, I, too. She's fantastic. Dude, at, like, 12 years old, she, like, she thought I was, like, way cooler than I actually hey, was. Hey, hey, your like, mom, I wish. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Like, is there like, a girl that comes with this? <laughs> That's so funny. My mom was she the opposite. My mom was the opposite. I'll never forget when I was, like, 20 years old, and we were at my uh, my uncle's wedding, oh. and I was like, you know, I was like 19 or 20, and I'm like, I'm never getting married. And my mom literally says to me, "Do you want to die a virgin?" Oh, <laughs> I'm 20 years old. Yeah. Now I w- didn't have a prolific sexual high school yeah, career, yeah. but I mean, I had a sex. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I was just like, yeah, yeah, sure, no problem. 
<laughs> is it game time? It might be game time. Okay, so let's get into pick your poison. Yeah, so uh, I'm I'm curious. So obviously, Ruben booked you for the show. Yeah, uh, Ruben man. does the booking portion of the show. <laughs> uh, ha- had you heard of it before? Did nah, you ask man. me? Yeah, man. I honestly, I've been here. I've been in California for a little under two months, and uh, my uh, my girlfriend's a dancer, and she had to come back to do some dancing stuff. So I moved here for a year, and uh, so I didn't know about anything. I've just been running around trying to find people and figure out shows and stuff. And sure. I met him at another one. So he was like, "Yeah, come on down." So that's excellent. Here man. I am, man. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> where did you perform before? Where uh, were you um, yeah, doing you comedy before? In, um, in, in the Bay Area? Like, oh, uh, oh, mostly just in the Bay Area. Like, I've been here for, like, two uh, months. So I've just oh, been, like, okay. running around doing, like, random shows, trying to, like, get in front of them. But uh, in uh, Canada, I'm, I'm with Yuck Yucks. And then in uh, okay, okay. agencies in Australia and an agency in, uh, in Europe as well. But A lot I, of powerhouses from Canada. Yeah, man. I'm a big fan. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah, there's some real good ones. There's a lot of them get bad reputations, uh, you know, because we get some, like, you know, you always get, like, these stragglers that are, like, road comics for 50 years that aren't too good. But, like, I stand behind, like, a lot of the people, especially from Toronto, Vancouver, Montreal. There's a lot of really good comics, and it's just hard for us to get papers to come down here. So I'm thinking about Norm MacDonald. Oh, yeah, he's the greatest. Greatest. Almost. I would would go so far as to say greatest of all time, maybe. No, 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 no. Greatest joke writer, I think. Like, I mean, as far as, like, just straight up jokes. And also, he wrote for like so many other people like Dude. wrote for Roseanne back before you know his the, the issues oh yeah yeah <laughs> very very talented gentleman for sure yeah Extremely I'm not gonna talented. besmirch the name of Norm Macdonald even though I disagree I still think he's fucking Hall of Fame exceptional you know what's yeah. crazy though that that accent that he has like, hey, I yeah. that's like a regional accent so oh, like there's other comics that actually have that like accent it's ah. he's from the Ottawa Valley which is kind of like northern Ontario near Ottawa okay. but it's yeah everybody that go there you go there you know <laughs> even that gas station like, hey how you doing man uh, <laughs> the regular uh, unleaded you know yeah, yeah. and then like yeah but it's like it's sort of regional why do you think so? Why do you think Canada's produced so many uh, funny people disproportionately? Dude, honestly, six months out of the year, you have to be inside, and so it's yeah. just people getting drunk and making each other laugh. You know, oh, you have to like really okay. kind of have a sense That's of humor about it too, because yeah. it's painful. It's literally painful to be outside half the year. Yeah, and um, I really think that has a lot to do with it. Also. Okay. The guy who uh, owns Yucky Yucks, Mark Breslin, who's kind of a, a mentor of mine and a, okay. a, a crazy uh, promoter, he used to do all kinds of crazy shit. He really pushes sort of the the weird end of things, and then Just for Laughs has done a good job of like pushing the sort of clean and stuff. So okay, they, they've done a good job internationally. But oh, have, have you heard of Just the comedian kind of Christina Walkinshaw? Yeah, I know her well. Oh, yeah, good, buddy, good. Man. Yeah, I. Yeah. Uh, I worked with her and Melissa McQueen at uh, uh, at my brewery. Yeah, uh, she's a good time, man. She'll party yeah. your ass off. Oh, that girl will drink you under the table, dude. So <laughs> funny enough, Melissa and um, normally when I booked that show, we would put them up in a hotel. Uh-huh. But that was the same weekend as the Hockey All-Star Game in San Jose. Uh-oh. So there was no hotels. So Melissa and Miss Walkinshaw stayed in my home. Hell yeah. Uh, and so I learned a lot from, from both of them. Yeah. What I loved about Christina is... She told me the shit that like comics wouldn't tell you because they were like afraid to hurt your feelings or like whatever. So first thing about like, your act, yeah, it was great. Yeah, like yeah. I got off stage. She's she honest. knew I was so young and wanted to hear it too. Yeah. But I got off stage and she was like, "Hey, so funny. What the fuck is the mic stand doing in the middle? Move the mic stand. You're not yeah. doing a show for a mic stand." And it's basic why, shit. She's like, "Why yeah. are you wiggling the mic cord when you do your special? It's gonna be a wireless mic." And just like all these things. And it was funny because it came from a good place where she was like. When you do your comedy special, I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's cool that you yeah, said that. You have that. to think like that. What's the point of doing this if you don't? Well, think t- like, she had seen the second set I'd ever special. done, though. <laughs> like, like, I hosted her the second okay, time enough. I've ever done comedy. Wow. She's a very maternal, sweet person, and she genuinely yeah. wants to help people, man. Like, there's Absolutely. a lot of people that are so competitive and cutthroat in comedy, and the reality is, most people that are good at it are artsy weirdos that are really kind of nice and yeah. sweet people. Yeah. Uh, every now and again, you get those fucking sharks that, you know, mm. wear Gucci shoes on stage and make people feel 
shitty about themselves. But most of us are weirdos that are pretty, yeah, pretty nice and sweet. Yeah, yeah, we're we're the misfits, so we all lo- we, <laughs> yeah. we we get it. Yeah, it's weirdos, right? It's yeah. all fucking weirdos. So do you, so speaking of that, so you, you, do you know? Have you gotten any research on the format of the show, or are you just going in blind? I ca- he explained it to me one night, but I, I got to be honest, I kind of forgot. Most so of just it. for our viewers, let's let's run over it again, <laughs> and we can give you a little thing here. So yeah, sure. Um, before we go back, the in, two we'll listeners we'll that are we'll, we'll kind of summarize, <laughs> and then we'll, the show's going to start, so we'll, we'll yeah. get going. So uh, anyway, five five comics. Five envelopes. If you get end up going fifth in the lineup, obviously you don't get to pick an envelope. You get what's left. There's six topics inside the envelope. In those topics can be random phrases, sentences, nonsense, you know, whatever, gross, nasty things. And you're given a five-minute, quote-unquote, five-minute uh, time frame to work within that and to tell some jokes, make them laugh. At the end of which, everyone gets to vote on their favorite comic. Everyone will come back after the halftime show namely me this this time uh and get get to do their prepared material whoever wins will headline and do 10 minutes but everybody gets to come back and do five so (laughs) so if you win you get more work yeah absolutely (laughs) congratulations (laughs) and and to make it even better uh you get to come back to the finals to even work again but nonetheless, if you win the finals, yeah. uh, you get to be a feature on a, on a bigger a bigger show that we end up doing uh, at, at different locations. So, for example, um, Jesse Hett uh, won season one. He'll be uh, featuring for Butch Escobar at Santa Clara Valley Brewing on the 14th. Um, and so uh, whoever wins this season will get hey, to. Hey, Butch is that big guy, right? I yeah. like, I I like him. He's hilarious. Uh, yeah. in, like, Santa Cruz. He was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's really good. He just did DNA. Um, Really funny guy, and and I'm excited to work with him. I haven't got to work with him yet, but J- Jesse strongly suggested him, and, and yeah, so we got hilarious. a great headliner. Yeah. Uh, Avery Harmon uh, will be on that oh, show as hilarious. well, yeah. and then some d bag named Bemo's hosting mm. <laughs> um, that one too. Yeah, but anyway, Mister Whip It Out himself. Mr. Whip It Out at a party <laughs> himself. You'll get why that's not so funny later. <laughs> Is he going to whip his... No, 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 no. I don't think, no, 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 no. I don't think explain. so. I no, will he explain. will for the right price. I'm sure just of that. Ha- just watch the halftime show, you know? I, you What's know? the halftime show? Are we talking marching so, bands? Or? No, so so after the five comics compete, while mm-hmm. the voting is happening, we, we hold a halftime comic to kind of hold the crowd over while we're sure. voting and then before we bring the comic. So I, I have assumed that role this evening as the halftime comic. <laughs> so I get cool. to tell jokes while people are not paying attention and voting and talking. That's <laughs> I've noticed that in America a lot. Like a lot of the shows are competitions. Like things are all sports down here, you know? Well, uh, yeah, I, I'll yeah. say, <laughs> so I will say for this particular show, the reason <laughs> it turned into this was that there's so many open mics and showcases going on in San Jose that people are looking to do something different yeah. and do something that is progressive and gets people to keep coming back. Well, yeah, so that's why I came. It's fun, you know what yeah. I mean? It's always like every show is a stand-up show. It's like, here's eight dudes in hoodies telling you how they feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, okay, how many, I'm wearing a hoodie right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, busted, busted, hey, busted. Three, three for three. Flannel, three. flannel hoodies. Flannel hoodies. <laughs> flannel hoodies. Right. Flannel well, right. uh, well, I think we're going to get the show started yeah, soon. Yeah, let's cool. do it. So let's... Uh, Hey, there's people here. Let's, let's wrap this up. Hey, hey best of luck. Thanks, uh, man. Nice meeting you guys. My, my, Cheers. My, my, Brian, meeting my you. Brian brother. Brian. I wish you the best of luck. Cheers, BMO. And we may come back to this We later. will. We'll see you soon.